bottleneck building a fizzer. In a giant sea of cool podcast, you found the podcast that kicks the cool to the curb. Welcome to Kick the Cool. I am older sister Shishi. And I am the biggest little brother Tone. I am your little, little brother Wopsle. And this is the podcast that gives you the reviews you didn't know you needed. That's right. You didn't know. You didn't know. And now you do. And you're welcome. Afterward, you'll know you didn't need them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you won't know until you get to the end. So it's important that you listen all the way to the end. Yep. We just went through a huge ice storm. Yeah, we did. You know, and what do you do mm-hmm. when, when you don't have electricity? You read a book. Yeah. Right. Like the pioneers. Like just like the pioneers by candlelight. Mm-hmm. And by the time you're all That's half right. blind by the time you're finished. But it's <laughs> yeah. worth it. Yeah. So uh, the book that I read was The Missing Piece by Sharon Sala, and uh, it was really good. All of her books are really good. I don't know if you guys have really read a lot of Sharon Sala because she's kind of like in the romance genre, but she also does suspense. Well, we've, we've kind of we've kind of needed to talk about this for a while because we told, you know, we kind of made a deal with Sharon that we would, you know, talk about her stuff or she would talk about our stuff. And she posted this beautiful, wonderful post on Facebook about how we're her favorite podcast and we, you know, she knows us and grew up, you know, we grew up with her and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it was amazing. And so, you know, of course we read her book as we said we would. And, and, uh, what a great book. And it was so great growing up with her and like, she was our middle school, well, she was my middle school secretary. And, and so that was her back then in the little town of Prague, Oklahoma. And now she is a, like, she's published over a hundred books. She is a New York times bestselling author. And it's like, what, how is that possible? I know it's pretty crazy. She, uh, she posted on Facebook. She has a, a huge Facebook following and she posted on a completed book list, a complete book list. And it starts in 1991 and goes all the way through current day. And she has 130 books, y'all. 130? Oh, my goodness. 130 books. That's so awesome. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, in my young life, my, uh, you know, I knew that our mom was close to her. And I knew that, Tony, you had had her as your, you know, as your secretary. So we kind of knew her. But uh, I always knew of her because uh, we, whenever I would take a friend, like, to, to Walden Books in the Shawnee Mall, I would always take them over to the romance section. And they were like, what are you doing, bro? Like, yeah, we were obviously what? here Wait. to look at Maxim. Like, what are we trying to do? And I would <laughs> and I would just point at one of Sharon's books. I'd be like, hey, yeah, my family knows her really well. And they'd be like, OK, cool. And and we would just like I just like uh, would sit there and expect them to be impressed. I'm like, no, I know right. that person that's on that book. Yeah. And so it was yeah. this really strange sense of pride for me. I was like, Sharon is awesome. Thinks that I'm awesome yeah. now. And no one really made yeah. that right. connection, but well, it's yeah. kind of our only claim to fame. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, it's the only thing we've got. <laughs> so. Well, she might have been, because as you mentioned, Tone, she was the, the secretary at the middle school when we were young. And uh, so she might've been the witness to the only time I ever got licks at school. I got a spanking at school and the principal was gone. And so Mr. McKenzie, the art teacher, had to deliver this. The, I was supposed to get three licks. And she was the like witness. If you're, you're going to get licks, you want the art teacher to do it, I think. <laughs> you would yes. think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would think. You yeah. would think. Uh, Is so, the band director busy? <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy, he was also a sports guy. Oh, so, no. okay. So I got in a fight with Michelle Pruitt. And of course she started it. But then since we were both fighting, we got, we had to get licks. So she, she, I think her mom came and got her. So I don't think she actually got the licks, but I can't remember why I didn't do the same thing. I was just like, you know what? I get licks all the time. I can handle this. Just give me my <laughs> licks. I'll go back to class. <laughs> but poor Mr. McKenzie, he just, I was like 80 pounds soaking wet. Okay. <laughs> he gave me one and it was way too hard. And I think oh, no. that Sharon was sitting there like, oh, <laughs> she might not. I'm sure she doesn't remember it. She probably witnessed many people getting licks. Right. But oh, yeah. Yeah. So I and he was like, um, 
okay, I think we're done now. You can oh, uh, really after you can one. Go. Yeah. He was like, I'm not doing it. He's like, the next time the principal's gone, nobody's getting in a fight. I don't care what I have to do. Cause this was terrible. You could tell he just wasn't, he didn't know how to do it. And it was, it was <laughs> sure. I'm so sure funny. very painful to watch. So thank you, Sharon, for being cover- comforting presence in my well, time of pain. Yeah. And you know uh, what? What I was I, in the seventh, around the seventh grade, I kind of decided like I had been a very like on top of it, scholastic, you know, uh, kind of guy like as a, as a young kid. And around the seventh grade, I decided, you know what, I'm gonna break bad. And so I started to break bad a little bit. And one of the things that I allowed myself to do <laughs> break bad was. <laughs> was roam <laughs> was roam the halls as my my only goal in life was to get out of the classroom as often as possible. So so then I started seeing every once in a while I would see our principal Jackie Hargrove. I would see uh, Mrs. Hargrove in the in the uh, hallway, and she'd be like, "Hey, how are you doing?" And I you know tone and 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 I'd be like, "I'm doing pretty good, Jack." And um and she would say. <laughs> She would say, well, are you, you know, are, are you in class or are you supposed to be in class? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to the bathroom. But I thought I'd stop and talk to you. And so this started a thing where every day I would skip class as much as I could. But then I would go to the principal's office, come in and t- sit down and talk to Sharon for like a half hour. And then, then the bell would ring and I'd go in and talk to Mrs. Hargrove for like a half hour. And I just talked to him and we just have a conversation like we were all adults and everything. And I was 13, 12, 13 years that old. Is like so that. you, Tone. That is so you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's I'm hilarious. sure that's how that's how Sharon Saylor remembers me as the, the little kid who thought he could just walk in and sit down and go, Hey, let's talk. You know, what oh. about this weather we're having? Now, see, when we were little, you know, I didn't see that as a weird thing because you just like to shoot the breeze and, you know, it was fine. But uh, can you imagine as an adult, have a little kid come in there and say, so how's it going? How's your life? You know, how are the kids? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, th- I would so humor that it, now, if I had a kid come to me and do that, I would just be like, right. you know, just I'd be all about let it. them go. Yeah. <laughs> and then laugh and tell everyone I knew. Right. When we were done. Yeah. Yeah. There is a distinction between young people like that. You like, you know, just they talk and who knows, but then some of them you're like, yeah, this is actually a real conversation. Like this is right. Like it's so out of place and weird. This is awesome. So I totally think, Tone, that's probably what you brought. I think you were like some kind of like middle school, like Ferris Bueller, I feel like you were. And you kind of just like. Right, I was. Had this, had this swagger and you could just roll up and just talk to Sharon Sayla for 30 minutes. And like everyone was just like, well, yeah, that's what yep, he's doing. There's Tony. He's just, you know, and then, and if the, you know, and if the teacher came by and was like, oh, Tony, what are you doing? I'd be like, I'm talking to Sharon. And then they'd be like, okay. You figured it out. <laughs> They, they would, you were they would Ferris say, Bueller. They would say, oh, don't you mean Mrs. Sayla? And you would say, no, no, I meant what I said. <laughs> I, I said what I said. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think you heard me correctly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, get, yeah, it's big, big props to Sharon Sayla, our only claim to fame and our great friend. I, I'll tell you what. You want if you want to do anything to make your life better right now, well, after you listen to this podcast, which will make your life immensely better, of course, because we're going to help you so much. Go to Sharon Sayla's Facebook and follow her, and you will crack up nonstop <laughs> yeah. because she she posts about every day, and it's usually a very long post, but it's always got humor in it. It's always got really good like articulation because she's a writer and it's got also got uplifting, great uh, lesson, life lessons wrapped in every story. It's beautiful. Yeah. And I just I just thought, you know, she's such a big supporter and I love her books. And this one was no exception. Um, so I just thought we needed to give her an elongated shout out. We love you, Sharon. Yeah. Thank you, Sharon. Yeah. You're so. the best, Sharon. Okay, let's get to the reviews. I think Tone is up first. Come and play. Everything's <laughs> A-OK. On my way to where the air is sweet. 
Can you tell me how to get, how to get to Sesame Street? How to get to Sesame Street? How to get to Sesame Street? Sesame Street? <laughs> Fading out on Sesame Street. Great review. Great review. Yes. We're going to review Sesame Street, guys. Man. <laughs> Sometimes Aww. we just break out into song and then the review has nothing to do with it. So I wasn't yeah, totally yeah, sure. Yeah, we were waiting. We were waiting. That would have <laughs> been so confirm. good if I would have <laughs> if I would have gotten done with that and then said, well, now we're going to review motor oil. <laughs> oh, I'm writing that down for a future episode. <laughs> I promise I'm pulling that on you sometime soon. <laughs> Singing the song. <laughs> Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. We're going to review pencils. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, but I'm glad that it is Sesame Street because uh, I'm pumped. I love Sesame Street, man. It's, it's still such a part of my life. I, I love that. I, you know, I loved that whenever I was five, but I also distinctly remember watching it with you guys and you guys were old enough where you didn't have to watch oh, it really? anymore, but it, like, it's, it's good enough. Like, especially like a uh, teeny little super guy. Like we oh, all loved that together. Yeah. And so Sesame right. Street was like a very strange, like unifying thing. I was learning from it. You guys still enjoyed it. So uh so that's why I think I still love it so much, is because I felt like it was something that we all had in common. Um Yes. Yeah. Very much. Very Aww, much. Aw, that's sweet. Well, I just uh the oh, the first thing that I always think of when I think of Sesame Street after Big Bird is uh that we had a safe word when we were growing up like if if you know how kids if their parents are in a wreck someone's coming to pick them up from school they don't know the people right, but right. they're you know so if that situation happened if the person said a la peanut butter sandwiches we would mm -hmm. know that they were the real person and not trying nope. to kidnap us so that's the first thing I always think of. I very fond memories of Sesame Who is Street. the character that, other than Big Bird, of course, who is the character that to you is Sesame Street, epitomizes Sesame Street? I want to answer Oscar the Grouch. Like, that is Sesame Street to me. Right, right. Now, <laughs> oh, also, we have to take Elmo out of it. Elmo is the new generation. You can't. Yeah. No Elmo, no Big Bird. For me, Snuffleupagus, that will always be Sesame Street to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. But the mystery, Wopsle, well, you didn't get to see this whole thing when I was when we were kids <laughs> about Snuffy and this mountain mm -hmm. that was shaped like Snuffy and Bert, Big Bird was trying to find Snuff, Snuffleupagus. I think this might be when they introduced the character. Oh, baby. And it was a long buildup. It was like weeks long of this thing where they would drop little hints here and there about Snuffleupagus. And then finally there was the big reveal and it was... Mind blowing. And isn't isn't he just Big Bird's imaginary friend? Like nobody else can see Snuffleupagus. He's that's Big Bird's started. imaginary mm -hmm. friend. No, no, that's uh, how it started. Not now. Yeah. Right. Well, no, but that's why he went to find him is because no one oh. believed him that he was real, but he was the whole oh, time. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I love Snuffy. What a great story. I love Snuffy too. He's he's pretty good, but I think about like if you I have tons of Sesame Street coloring books, and I can tell you that Bert and Ernie are the are Sesame Street. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah that's Big Bird. true. Yeah, that's true. they are the ones that are on everything. They're in the books about you know washing your hands good and going pee pee in the potty. It's always Bert and Ernie <laughs> and Big Bird. Yes. Well, and then you have to. I just it's so hard to narrow it down because I think Bert and Ernie are the next ones that I think of after Big Bird. Um, but I really have a soft spot in my heart for uh, Kermit the Frog is yeah not a Sesame Street character. Yeah. Well, but he's on Sesame Street. That's where he's kind of a he's kind he of an is outlier. Sesame Street. He's yeah. He does the he's one of the ones that like, well, Bert and Ernie are rarely are they on Sesame Street? I mean, like they are they actually on the street? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kerm Kermit is that's where he originated. Oh, I did not know that. You did know. You just forgot because he's in everything else, too. So. Right, right. Now I'm probably he, talking out of the side of my mouth. I thought that he was Muppets first and then went. I don't That's think there I was thought. Muppets first, y'all, because this started. Oh. 
Uh, introduced in 1955. Most notably, Sesame Street. Okay, nice. Sesame Street did not air until 1969. Well, I okay. So what I meant was he was there from the beginning of Sesame Street. Oh, okay. Hmm. Gotcha. Like that's where we would know him from. Yeah. How interesting is this? So in 1969, actually a week from you'll be listening to this. Most people will be listening to this on Monday, November 2nd. And on November 10th, 1969. So we are a week away from the anniversary of the creation of Sesame Street. And by mid, by the middle of the seventies, by mid seventies, there were a lot of different articles and stuff that were coming out of people saying, this is a culturally, uh, dominating thing. This is like, people were already in like by 75, six years later, were already saying this thing mm. is going to be a gigantic part of our world. Well, I don't think there was really anything like it, uh, you know, at the time. So. It's kind of fallen off in popularity because they have so many choices for kids programming now. Sure, yeah, that's true. Uh, back then, that was it. like Sesame Street still do- isn't flashy. They don't try to rush through anything. <laughs> they they let the adults talk and the adults care and listen and um and that's one reason why why our family loves it so much is like it's such a break from everything else that is like too crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so I think I do think that's part of why they're not quite as popular. But it's also part of why it's like better. Well, I, I yeah, I love this this sentence from Wikipedia. Check this out, guys. Listen to this. It was the first preschool educational television program to base its content and production values on laboratory and formative research. Hmm. You know, so and that that's kind of like what you get out of Sesame Street is like it's smart and it and it cares mm-hmm. and it's but it's 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 real, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, they're still yeah. doing that. You know, back in April, Sesame Street did a coronavirus town hall so that kids could watch it and hear what was going on with this coronavirus. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's so good and just like just makes you emotional so that it exists in the world. And uh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, like Ryan's World didn't do a special on that, you know? Like that's the big YouTube guy right now. <laughs> they didn't kind of bother with it. Uh, so uh Yeah. Yeah. And you know what else like really brings it home and puts a tear in your eye? Super Grover. I mean, Super Grover <laughs> yeah. will move your heart and your soul. Yes. He's got that utility sock. <laughs> I I love the utility sock. I mean, sock. come on. And the helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's always falling off. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> well, I used to do uh, impressions of all of the characters. Okay, I let's don't go ahead know and how do a good few those they now. were. Yeah, that's exactly what we <laughs> need to see. do. Okay, then. okay. There was a there was a bit that Grover did uh, about near and far, mm-hmm. and so he oh come, yeah, he's he's standing kind of back here, and he. Near? See, I can't do it anymore. I'm too oh, grown up. And then he like an old witch. <laughs> Near? Oh, that's not like Yoda. Well, he does kind of sound like Yoda. Come near, you will. Wopsle, <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me your give me your super A grover, please, it. or your grover. <laughs> um, trying to think of something super grover says. <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. Oh, I used to do a mean Miss Piggy, too. Oh, now I bet you can still pull that one off. Yeah, I'd have to practice. I haven't done any of these voices in a very long time. The only I got, the only Miss Piggy I got is... Hi-ya! <laughs> oh, wow. That was pretty That's good. Wasn't incredible. It? <laughs> that was great. That's really Piggy. good. I saw her. <laughs> I just saw her. Hey, do you she remember that puppet? Here. Do you guys remember that I had a Miss Piggy puppet? Like her head yes, was almost life size and she had this long blonde hair and I loved mm-hmm. her. Yes, I, loved her. I remember that. Didn't uh, I have one too? Did or you? Maybe not. I thought I had a Kermit or a, I don't know. You I'm sure it was Oscar the Grouch because that's what, I, mm-hmm. we needed to let the audience know oh, yes, that growing up, of course, I was called Oscar the Grouch oh, because Lordy. I was a grumpy Grumpy little kid. <laughs> you were yeah. so grouchy. 
Now, part of that was because my sister was a jerk and just called me grouchy. Oh, yeah, part right. Part of it was because I was actually uh, grouchy. I believe mom was the one that coined that phrase uh, regarding you. So, Which I'll tell you, the one, the main thing you want to do with a kid who's grumpy all the time, make fun of them. That's, right. like, that's definitely going to make them go, oh, well, I shouldn't be upset anymore. <laughs> Nice going, grumpy ass. <laughs> yeah, grumpy when somebody's kid. what's like telling a woman to calm down. <laughs> exactly. Don't do that. Exactly. Yeah. You're getting a little <laughs> hey, hysterical, hey, lady. Tone, did you know you're grumpy? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not grumpy. And then you lay down on the floor and kick. And throw pout, yourself into yeah. the wall. Slam my head into the concrete. Yeah. yeah. That's true, by the way, everyone. Sherry, yeah, I do need, though, before we before we leave this, I do need to hear your Miss Piggy. Um. Well, let me think. I mean, obviously, Kermie, right? Like, you know. Um, I can't really think of anything that she said all the time, but she. Uh, let me get into this. <laughs> Yeah, do it. Just do it. Just let it rip. Kermie, let it rip. Kermie. Oh. Kermie, oh. do you want to go to the show with me, Kermie? Okay, I like it. I'm going to do. Traces. Yeah. I'm going to do. I'm going to do. I'm going to answer that. Oh, hey. Yeah. Um, I, I'm Kermit <laughs> the Frog. I want to go to the show <laughs> with this piggy. <laughs> well, I changed so, my got? mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I sound more like Yogi Bear. <laughs> I was gonna say too, and, I, and I'm Oscar the Grouch over here. Oh, okay. <laughs> over here. See, I can't hey. do any of these guy voices because my voice is too high, and it would never come out right. And it's just so frustrating. Well, then that, do the guitarist from the band. What's her? Oh what's her yeah, name? but she wasn't okay, from wait. Sesame Street. Okay, wait. I was say, neither was Miss Piggy. I got to be the voice no, of the listener right now to say yes, Miss Piggy wasn't. never wait. made an appearance no, on she, Sesame Street. She was not on. She was not on Muppet once. Show, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. That's all Muppets. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was, I was letting Miss Piggy about slide, animal? but we. <laughs> it's all Jim Henson, but there is a distinction. Yes. So what? Yeah. yeah. So a bird. Ah, how about oh, that? Oh yeah, a, yeah. A, a bird. Mm. <laughs> That's that. That was really good. I'm, I'm good. Good job. That was good. I'm. I'm afraid I might have one. Let me see if I can do this one. <clears throat> Abel can use the potty. <laughs> That was really that good. That was actually really good. I hear a lot of Elmo. Yeah, I hear a lot of a lot of him around here. Uh hey Bert. Now th that sounds exactly like the yogi I was just doing. <laughs> this was supposed to be Kermit the Frog. Hey Bert. Three fourths of the characters are yogi. Everything I do is Ernie. <laughs> so yeah, well you remember Tony hey, that you pretty much were Ernie, even though we called you Oscar Ernie. the Grouch. We I was Bert and you were Ernie. Yes. And, and that was so just funny, the way it our, was. Our personalities line up to this day with that. So, so hard. <laughs> and I, even though Bert, uh, Ernie, no, even though Bert has black hair, technically, his whole countenance is more light colored and er, Ernie's is more dark. And so that's kind of how we looked. And I was the taller one and you were the shorter one. And I was the uh -huh. anal one and you were the loosey goosey one. So, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, we really were. We were Bert and Ernie, full on, full stop. Yeah. <laughs> and what does that make Wopsle? Elmo. Oh, he is no. Elmo. <laughs> Can I be Cookie? Can I be Cookie, at least somebody? I think you're Elmo. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so, that makes me sad. No, Elmo's good. But he is uh, a baby. He's not, guys. He's I'm not. Let's be it. honest. <laughs> I'm, trust me. I am doing this right now. I'm doing the Elmo right now. And it's not great. <laughs> the other thing, too, um, I think the humans on Sesame Street, to me, are what made Sesame Street so different. Because these humans would look at Elmo and say, like, tell me how you're feeling and let's work through this. 
Yeah. And uh, that was really pretty. That was a big deal, I think. I didn't really get that for, I don't know if it changed. Like maybe they tried to do that more later, but I didn't really get that from Sesame Street as much. Or maybe I just didn't care. (laughs) Maybe I was just a hard hearted little girl who got in fights in the locker room and, you know. Right, because you were the streets had made you too hard already. That's right. Tony, you never got spanked. You, you never got spanked at school. I did once. Did yeah. Wow. Now, what was great about my the difference between my spanking and Sherry's? So the art teacher comes in <laughs> with his obviously very strong wrist, very, <laughs> very stern wrist, very, um, and gives her one swat. Probably not that hard because she's like she said, eighty pounds soaking wet. And says, well, I think that uh, that's fine. That's enough. And uh, you can go on your way. He's Richard Nixon. I don't know why. And then my my guy was the P.E. teacher, Mr. Linville. And Mr. Linville was like, he he said, well, the, pr- the principal's not here today, boys. And he had this gleam in his eye. He was like, so you're going to have to get your swats from me. <laughs> that dude pummeled me. That dude pummeled me. I was in the fifth grade or the third grade. I was in the third grade Aww. and that PE teacher gave it to me. Oh. Boys have a very different experience at school than girls do, I think. <laughs> so whereas the art teacher in Sherry's situation went to school saying, principal's gone. I hope no one gets in trouble. That PE teacher walked in and said, ooh, the principal's gone. I can't wait to incite some trouble today. He started cracking wait his to knuckles. Some, he started wait like, to hit loosening some boys. up. Yeah. I can't believe you guys both got SWATs. I feel, I feel like you guys got a lot more cred than I do right now. Kind of oh, you didn't get SWATs? <laughs> didn't get SWATs. What a nerd. <laughs> you can't hang out with us cool kids. I got run up the flagpole by my belt loop one time, and that kid got SWATs. <gasps> you did? So that was, that's I really cred. did, yeah. Well, that's yeah. nerd cred. So you're right now, you're more credible <laughs> okay. on this show than we are. We have street cred. You have nerd listening. cred. <laughs> and you played Dungeons and Dragons last night. Yeah. You definitely yeah, were winning the yeah. nerd game. Totes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So our listeners are all like, oh, those two got SWATs. They're like, I can't, I can't, I can't hang with that. But then they're like, oh, but Wopsle got wedgies and plays D&D. Yeah. Now I'm back on track. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now we are back on track. Wopsle, <laughs> what do you rate Sesame yeah. Street? Oh, man, what a hard thing to rate. I think I got to rate it again. What one of my favorite things is, is I'm going to rate it 1,000 teeny little super guys. Oh, yeah. oh man. 1,000. I love that. You can't judge a hero by his size. Just a teeny <laughs> little super guy. And Shishi, what do you rate? Sesame Street? Rubber ducky, you're the one. Oh, you yeah. You make bath time lots of fun. I rate Sesame Street. 10 out of 10 rubber duckies. 10 out of 10 rubber duckies. That was my song. That was my jam. Yes, it was. <laughs> All right. I rate Sesame Street six headstones out of seven headstones that say Burton Ernie. Because one day I was going through a cemetery and I saw a headstone with a person named Burton. First name, last name, Ernie. No Burton way. Ernie. I swear. Oh, my God. Uh, did you take a Burton picture of it? Ernie. I did not. I was uh, 12 years old. Oh, man. You got to find that again. Yeah, we didn't just always immediately have cameras at the ready back in the day. And sometimes we forget <laughs> yeah, that. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have been some sort of like super sleuth if I would have just pulled out a camera. Everybody went, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, you got your boy. big flash yeah. on top. <laughs> okay, Hardy You got to put your press hat on. <laughs> okay well that was a really good uh review tone that's a great topic thanks yeah, for doing thanks. that um so wopsle what did you bring to the table this week this is kind of impossible to review but right now you know if you're listening to this on release day we're kind of just coming off of halloween and i just want to talk about the biggest stressor to me during halloween season and that's the costumes that we have to wear Oh, I want to talk about costumes, like Halloween costumes specifically, but it could be any costume if you have something important to say about it. So, um, Shishi, what do you think about costumes? And when's the last time you had to wear a costume? Well, gosh, um, I 
I really love costumes. I love dressing up, but I'm not confident enough to do that. So it has been a very mm. long time since I've done anything for Halloween besides like putting on silly cat ears or, you know, putting on little, <laughs> little whiskers or whatever. I'll paint my face a little bit, but I don't know. It's like it's really a lot of pressure nowadays to get a good Halloween costume. And it doesn't it wasn't like that when we were kids. You could just throw on a pillowcase and and call yourself a ghost and it was fine. <laughs> right. So, but right. kids don't do yeah. that now. Well, I mean, I don't know. It just it always I never dress up. And the reason I never dress up is because it's always too complicated. There's always too much that goes into there are, it. There yeah. are a lot of effort. And, you know, and right right now, so it's November for most people listening to this and us recording it. And right now I'm saying to myself, I should get on Halloween 2021 today. Exactly. Exactly. If I start today planning, buying, be, you know, then heaven forbid, though, next summer I'm all prepared. And then Tiger King comes out and I'm like, well. No, I got to yeah. do my whole costume to be Tiger mm -hmm. King. Yeah. Right. But like, it, so, so this is what I decided this year. And I want you guys to hold me accountable to this. I decided, you know what? I, cause I have one costume that I've returned to over and over and over. And it's so comforting to have that costume that you know is going to be great. Yeah. You can pull an audible from it, but if you don't, you go back and I have one and it is a quail man costume <laughs> from the cartoon Doug. It's incredible. <laughs> I've got a great, I'll, I'll post pictures of it. This oh, week on love social to media see stuff. that. A that great so quail cool. man costume. But like no one ever knows who it is. And this year when I wore it four different times, I got called Captain Underpants. Oh, yeah. Like not the vibe I'm going for. I'm trying to be right. Quail Man. I'm trying to be like the deepest cut to 90s kids cartoons ever. And when I get called Captain Underpants, it just sucks. So I decided this year if I could get a baller Donatello costume. I could wear that every single year, no matter what. And everyone oh, yeah. would think it was awesome. Totally. I love it. That's a great idea. So I have That's a, a year to figure out my Ninja Turtle costume. Well, hey, I had my costume planned out for this year. It was going to be great. First year, I was going to wear a costume. And guess who it was? I was going to do Molly Shannon as Sally O'Malley doing the 50 kick and stretch. Mm -hmm. Right. And, Excellent. Yes. And then life like smashed that dream and now that costume has gone to the wind. I can never wear it again because I won't be 50 next year. I'll be 51. Mm -hmm. Right. So don't plan too hard. So don't is all I'm plan saying. in life. <laughs> right. Ever. Right. You know, okay, here's what I think. I think that we need to institute something here and I'm going to give everyone a plan that this is going to work. Okay. Now you can't every single year, you can't be, the person who is on every single birthday, you are on uh, Christmas, you're you're doing all the Christmas, all the Thanksgiving, all the Halloween, just hooping it up, just amazing costume. Uh, April Fool's Day, you are on it every year. Big pranks, just dominating the April Fool's landscape. Fourth of July, you have the best party. You can't nail everyone every year. So I say take a year off and get it every third fourth year so this year i'm gonna i'm gonna be the fourth of july guy i'm gonna all year i'm gonna plan for fourth of july and that's it right mm -hmm. ne next year it's gonna be all about halloween i'm gonna of course i'm gonna hang out with people on fourth of july and of course i'm gonna go to the christmas celebration that we have but it's gonna be all about my halloween costume this year and then i i do want to encourage people to start doing April Fool's pranks because we're losing that holiday and it's going to be mm -hmm. gone pretty soon if we don't start doing something about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you because it only takes one great costume every five years or so to kind of tide everybody over. That's right. Yeah. People could totally remember like, hey, remember whenever you were like Marty McFly? It could be three years ago, but you were like, oh, yeah, that was awesome, man. Like, mm -hmm. So you're right. You just got to hit it once every now and then. And, and then you, you're, I, yeah, I, I love what you're saying about having the Donatello costume because so P, I think there's a, there's a, there's a, a great uh, appreciation for people who are up. Hey, you, it's Elvis again. You were Elvis the last <laughs> three years running, dude. This is awesome. Elvis is back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Donatello, dude, if if Waspel shows up in his Donatello costume tonight, I am going to flip out. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Or like when someone invites you to the party and be like, hey, yeah, make sure you be there. You're going to be Donatello, right? And you're like, you know it. Like, right. then you've arrived. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is a great point. Yeah. Everybody's That's just waiting to call. start the party until the Ninja Turtle gets here. Yeah. I, I don't oh, have man. anything to say about that because it, you guys are so out of my league as far as parties go and <laughs> like what's cool at parties, how people have fun at parties. I, I, I got nothing. I don't know. Well, I don't do parties. So. Well, well, let me bring up a party scenario that I think we can all speak to then real quick. So recently, Amy and I uh, kind of got this friend group that invites us to their Halloween party and it's all couples. And these this is the best group of costumes, the best collective group of costumes, I would argue, on the planet. Nice. These people go out so hard and look so cool. And so the first, you know, first year, Amy and I showed up as like, look, we drew tattoos on our arm, you know, but like, no, it's a different <laughs> level. And so we've had to up our game. And so first of all, like, you know, there is, if, if you get invited to the right party, like the party is so great that it's worth us like stressing out about this to figure out. Yeah, that's I was going to say, that sounds like it's not very nice of them to make you stress out about your costume. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and they don't, they, I think they would totally be cool if we just showed up, you know, like thing one and thing two or something, but like, yeah, yeah just everyone just does really, really well. And so, uh, so do you guys have any good couples costumes ideas? Um, Oh, have you seen hmm. ever any good couples costumes? Um, I mean, and, and they always, yeah, they always have to go together. Well, hmm. I don't, I like see them the, and I, I think they're clever. Uh, and then I completely, you yeah. know, just dismiss them because I'm not a couple. So, right. And I don't go here. to parties. I don't, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, so, so last year, the one that won was, uh, was the, the kid from Coco and the, the guy that he spends most of the time with is trying to get back from the undead world. Oh my gosh. So, Did everyone just burst it, into tears instantly upon seeing that? Because it, it, it was the greatest. <laughs> that it was, movie but, makes me cry <laughs> so oh, hard. It's so, it's so, yeah, it's so much crying. <laughs> um, the year before that, I think the people that won, there was a, uh, it was uh, like a Charlie the Chocolate Factory kind of deal. Oh, I forget. Okay. I think the girl was Veruca Salt and he was, right. he was, uh, you know, Willy Wonka. So it's, you know, it's pretty much always like fictional characters like that. And so, you know, I haven't seen anybody do like salt and pepper, you know, like something mm -hmm. like that. It's usually a little bit, mm -hmm. a little bit more intense. Yeah. I mean, can you, can you only be like two of the Ghostbusters? You know, can you be <laughs> Vinkman? And I mean, can you, I don't know yeah, if that I, works. I would say you have, it, it has to be okay because they weren't always together. You That's know, true. it's okay. That's it's true. a group yeah. of four people. You can be two of those people. Sure. You yeah. just have to have an excuse of where the other two right. are. Right. You just have like to have that part of your costume. Be way too forthcoming with it. Yes. That's right. You <laughs> yes. need to be. <laughs> you need yes. to have a note, a handwritten note that <laughs> yeah. says, "Dear Vinkman, we are at the blah blah blah. We're getting we're getting coffee and you know for the for the crew." or something <laughs> have a text message on your phone that says hey man we're going to be a little bit late we yeah. stopped to get some yes oh and gosh. just show it to everybody just put it in everybody's face oh man the other the other two couldn't be here yet there you Run go away. part of the cost that's, that's genius yeah it's all about it's not about finding the costume that that works i say i like where you're at like take whatever costume and then make it fit right make it work right. stick yeah. it yes. in there yeah crowbar that sucker in yep now, going with that, can you just have your phone with an Amazon order pulled up and just be in normal clothes and just be like, my costume didn't show up yet. As you can see, it's en route uh, to Utah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would be funny. But, <laughs> but I don't know if it would count. But yeah. I think it would make people physically mad. Yeah. Like, I think people would get literally angry. Yeah, because <laughs> I just got a little bit, a little bit peeved. <laughs> Go ahead and try it and tell us how it turns out. <laughs> For the right group of people, it would that would be the goal, and that would be yes. funny. But yes. again, for this party, I'm talking about it wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> but then the one more one more aspect, real quick, about couples costumes is, you know what the worst part about a couples costume is? Is if you most of the time, if you get creative enough with it, where it's like a, a play on words or a pun or something. Then when half of the costume is gone for a second, 
you usually look like a real yes. doofus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yep. so true. Yeah, you can't be too dependent on all the different parts of the Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I will tell so, you one thing that that I really appreciated is that here's how much this year I was not into Halloween. I didn't have anything going on, so it was just stay at home Halloween time, right? And mm-hmm. I went to the grocery store and I was uh walking through and I saw a lady pirate and I thought to myself, I wonder what, uh, I wonder what's going on around here. Huh? There must be some kind of a, a thing going yeah, there, on. Yeah, there's here. some kind of a thing. Yeah, and then I and then I, and then I went picked up. You know, okay, mm-hmm. these look like some good chips. That guy looks. Wow, his looked weird. I wonder, huh? He must be part of that same thing. <laughs> like when you see you start to like when you start to see like your third classic car on the street you realize there's a car show somewhere did <laughs> that ever exactly how I felt yeah. <laughs> and then I got I got into line and I thought to myself something about blah 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 Halloween and then I went oh <laughs> and I think I said it out loud I was in line at the grocery store and all of a sudden I go oh oh what i wouldn't give i sometimes shop at that grocery store myself and what would i what would i give to walk upon you and just see you go oh and know exactly what you were as i'm pointing as i'm pointing at ninja turtles oh (laughs) that is two great gifts the wonder you experienced as to why are these people looking like this yeah is a gift and then the realization, too, is another gift for us today right now. <laughs> right. I loved that moment where the I saw the first one and I was like, oh, Lady Pirate. Hmm. hmm. Lady Pirate. There you go. Oh, I don't know. I wonder. <laughs> you had to let that slide. You were just like, well, all right. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Pirate. Sometimes there is one. <laughs> there isn't there always a lady pirate somewhere i mean seriously. right that's true <laughs> oh man if we're lucky okay well <laughs> i think we could go on and on about costume that ideas hit me late sorry <laughs> <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's uh <laughs> Listen, we 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 can't. We should tell people we are recording this one late. It is after ten p.m. already. Oh yeah, Woo! everything gets a little loosey goosey at Woo! this time of the night. We like to oh, call it "Kick the Cool After Dark." After Dark. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. So, uh, so here we go. Uh, but she she's you're up first on this uh, rating. What do you rate costumes? Oh, I have to totally rate this eight out of twenty fake vampire teeth. That oh, is my rating. Nice. That's kind of low. That's a low rating. Yeah, I don't like I don't like dressing up anymore. Not really. Those ones that hurt your teeth so bad too. The, like, no, I, I any mouth well, ever. That's fine oh, God, if that's what you know about. But I used to. I was a vampire every year in college because that was the sexiest costume. So mm-hmm. uh, I had filed down some Lee press on nails. So gross. And oh, yeah. got, got some uh, <laughs> some pe- uh, fixident and stuck them on the front of my teeth. Whoa, that's that was dedication. My, that's I know. Awesome. It was way too much trouble. <laughs> I mean, what's the point of being sexy right if you there. what's the point of being <laughs> sexy if you can't kiss anyone because your teeth will fall off in their mouth? <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Look at how sexy I am. I, I can't really talk if they in my mouth. Because that was in Big Anne Rice time, right? Mm-hmm. Interview with a vampire time. Okay, go ahead. I, yeah. I, I, saw, I saw you looking at me, and I know that you think I'm sexy. <laughs> Could you hand me my Pepsodent, please? Please hand me my Pepsodent. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just okay. eat a bunch of marbles. Right. I just went with marble and mouth man. Hard. Yeah. Hard, yeah. Marble mouth uh, man. Okay, that's a, I'm jotting that one down. That's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> now, next year, 
Next year, Amy can go as Lee Press on Nails Vampire Girl, and I can go in Marble on Mouth Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that will be a kick the cool reference. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, man. I if thought we all have. going as kick the cool characters. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We have so many. I know. Yeah. You got to go as Hot no, Doug and Hot Donna. You got to go as Hot Doug and Hot Donna. Yeah. Yes. And one of the kids can be Hot Dog. Hot Dog. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a great idea. Too bad we didn't have this idea, you know, October 1st. <laughs> we could have said, right. everybody. Yeah. 2018, October 1st, 2018. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Tone, what is your rating for costumes? Well, I see Sherry gave it a low rating because she doesn't like having to hassle with the costume and whatnot. Well, I don't either. I don't like that either. But I have a gigantic appreciation when someone else is in costume. Yeah, I love it. I yeah, love I it so too. much, man. I'm like, yes, you rock that. Please, everyone yeah. else dressed up. I'm right. not going to. But will you guys please do it? Totally. And so, therefore, I'm going to give costumes or Halloween costumes specifically eight out of ten lady pirates <laughs> <laughs> I t i'm totally on board with that uh tony because that that's why i gave it eight for other people's costumes yes no you oh <laughs> you gave eight, it eight, eight out, out of 20, 20. yes <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> but we're still seeing eye to eye yeah yes all right <laughs> that's good i don't know why lady pirates just made me very uncomfortable but uh, <laughs> I don't know something about it. It's good. It's after dark. Here we go. Um, well, I after dark. I have to give costumes. While I like them, I do have to give costumes a rating of one nondescript wizard. <laughs> because because specifically last year, Amy and I went to that same party I was talking about as fantasy football. So she uh -huh. dressed up like a football player, and I dressed up like a wizard. Oh, and we were no. fantasy football. And then oh, she no. wandered off to talk to her girlfriend. And then when she wandered off, someone came up to me and they said, hey, are you supposed to be Moses? And I said, and I said no. And I pointed to the pointy hat. And they go, yes. oh, Gandalf? And I uh -huh. said, no. And they go, so what? You're just a nondescript wizard? And I was about to correct him and explain it. And I just said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. You got me. That, yep. I feel like it would be worth the explanation, like the breath to explain that. That seems well, really. It, the, but the music is so loud. And like this, I mean, uh, I'd rather talk about something other than. Here, here's what I know I've showed up to way too many costume parties and spent three fourths of my words that night explaining my costume to people. Ah, uh, I see. That doesn't make for a fun yeah. night. Yeah. That's yeah, a big hey, miss. Hey, Maybe that's yeah, what no, I'm I'm fantasy and Amy is football. What Maybe I, Amnesty, what's Amnesty football? No, I'm fantasy. Yeah, you can't. Maybe that's no. why I never figured that out, and that's why I don't like dressing up because that sounds so familiar. So right. Maybe yeah. that's it. Yeah, right. No, okay. hey, yeah, the whole explain explaining your Halloween costume is a lot like having to explain a joke. It really is, right? right? It's basically yeah. what you're doing. You tell a joke and then you go, okay, let me explain. <laughs> let me break down the characters and the plot of that joke. <laughs> I really appreciate a good joke explanation most of the time. So <laughs> Then you love Kick the Cool. <laughs> Was that a joke? <laughs> okay, well, let's move on. All right, well, our five-star review is uh, kind of going in the vein of what we talked about when we first opened the podcast with talking about Sharon Sayla's books. She has a new book uh, called The Last Straw, and it is the book four in the Jigsaw Files series. And we read yeah. book one just now, so I've got to get caught up because I really want to I really want to finish the series. It's very suspenseful and the characters are great. And oh, um, so it's it's ready for pre-order. And uh, there's also, I think they probably have audiobooks uh, available. Maybe not right away, but uh, the other three have audiobooks. So you can get it in right. e-format. You can get it in print format. And eventually you'll have it in uh, audio format. So that mm -hmm. is our 
five-star review. And guys, you've got to go check this book out, this series of books, The Jigsaw Files. I mean, check out all Sharon's books. They're all great. But you've got to check out The Jigsaw Files because, like, one thing that Sharon does so well is there are the, the characters are not stereotypical. And not so there all. are things, not at all. They're, they're so unique. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, I never thought of a character that would have these all these traits combined mm-hmm. just to become uh, such a well-drawn character. It's She's amazing at that. Yeah, she really is. Yeah, and I'll say, too, that, you know, growing up, our mom always read a lot of Sharon Saylor, but she was primarily a romance novel writer. Which right. means I wasn't reading her. Thanks, but mm-hmm. you know I'm glad it's out there. I'm glad to point you out at Walden Books, but I don't want to. I don't want to read it. But, um, but this and so some some people probably know Sharon that are listening to this. Um, but this is definitely not a romance novel. It is a mystery novel. Mm-hmm. Suspense yeah. yeah. um, mystery. Yeah. 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 And, and but it, but it's just it's just so well written. And so, um, well. So I, if you if you're like me, you've always wanted to read Sharon, but didn't have a book you wanted to read of hers. Well, now you've got something to look into. Well, I will say this. You probably didn't realize this, Wopsle, because you haven't thought, you know, I've been, Tony and I have been writing for years. And so we're kind of more up on that. But she uh, has a pseudonym and the pseudonym is Dinah McCall. And so the Sharon Sayla name was sort of the romance name. And then Dinah McCall was more of the suspense name. She's been writing this kind of book for years and she has a huge backlist. So I think that now she's not doing Dinah McCall so much. She's just writing under her own name. But she's prolific and awesome. So I would tell everyone to go check out Sherrod Sayla's new book, pre-order The Last Straw. Five-star review. Oh, yeah. I will say this, though. Something that needs to be rectified. I could not find a uh, Wikipedia page for her, which is a travesty. Yes, I can't believe there is no Sharon Sayla Wikipedia page. Dude, we have to fix that. We've got to. Yeah. I've, I've, I've already, I'm, I'm already planning on putting in a request to get her on Wikipedia because when you have 130 published books, uh, yeah. you need to be on Wikipedia. Uh, yes. All right. So I brought a very large topic to the table today. And I think that we've talked about this a lot, but there's so much to talk about. Uh, I'm talking about Minecraft. Minecraft. Talk about mm. Minecraft. So Tone, what are your first impressions of this game that we spend so much time on it's the perfect game it's it's the perfect game and the reason is is because there's no other game where you've crafted something so cool and fun and beautiful and useful and you're like look at this amazing thing i just made and then you hear a sound behind you (laughs) and you scream in real life you scream IRL. Yeah, you hear and you scream and shake and run. Like the, the other day, I threw my controller. I threw my, my I, I threw my mouse like accidentally. Like ah, because a creeper was like on me. <laughs> the creeper Wopsle, freak out. That's the funniest. Wopsle saw the aftermath because I left it. There was a big crater in our town, yeah. and I was like, "I'm leaving that crater there so Wopsle can see that somebody got got by a creeper." Yeah, and I don't know how a creeper could have gotten there because it's pretty well lit up in that part. And so I was like, "What? What happened here, Tony? Did, did a creeper blow up over here?" And you were like, "Yeah, it got me, dude." <laughs> yeah. to leave the evidence those are the best um, whenever you're in a well-lit area and you're like oh i'm totally safe yeah. but i think no. creepers can be in a, in lit areas can they not they can't spawn in a lit area no but they yeah. can travel over land and yes. hill and dale yeah yeah and kill your ass yes they can <laughs> yeah well <laughs> no, I think it, I think it's near perfect game too. I, I assume you remember this tone. I, you know, there's lots of games that I have played, and then I try to talk other people into playing. You know, like even like Destiny, I loved that game and tried to get people to play with me. Or WoW, you know, World of Warcraft, I've made people play with me before. But Minecraft was the first time I was ever so adamant, Tony, that you played. That do you remember? I just kind of without asking your permission, I bought you a copy and just gave you the login, and I was like. Uh-huh. You have, this is the most important thing I've ever done as your little brother. You have to play this game right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. And uh, like there are several moments that just, you probably have these moments too from your gameplay that just, you will remember them forever. Like one time Mm -hmm. I was digging a hole 
and something fell in from the top on top of me and I thought it was a spider. So I was freaking out, jumping around, screaming, throwing my controller, all of this. And it was a cow. And the kids <laughs> <laughs> laughed their butts off for like 20 minutes and I never lived it down. <laughs> That's great. Those things are, are like defined in my mind. As if they really happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As if it was a real life event. I will never mm. forget the time where I had, uh, it was, I, I was on single, single player mode. So, you know, it was just me in this world and I knew I would not see anyone else. And I knew my world very well because it was during a time where we did not have a server going and mm -hmm. we weren't, you know, there was no multiplayer going. So I would just play my own, my own Minecraft on my computer. And so I have this giant sprawling world that is lit up the whole every square millimeter of this place is lit up completely and and i and it's one of those ones where i've got the interior circle of my world so perfect and lit up and and pristine i don't touch it anymore now i go to the outskirts of my world you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah and but like the town or the main town or whatever i don't even mess with that anymore and so I'm in, I go into my house, I sleep real quick. I jump up, run out. I run to the door to leave the house. I open it and there is a creeper standing <laughs> right there in like literally in the next square, right? Like the next, yeah. right on my steps, right in front of me and looking the other way. I immediately, my first reaction was close the door and run away. <laughs> so, it's, so here's how it happened in real time. I run up, open the door, close it, see the creeper, close it, run away and go out the other, <laughs> go out the front door <laughs> because the, you know better than to mess with those creepers. Thing. Yes, totally. They're the worst. They're the and worst. then you're running mm -hmm. through grass and you hear Psh, and you think it's a creeper, but it's just the grass. Just the grass, yes. It's just the grass. <laughs> so many villains, like zombies are kind of, you know, whatever, but like creepers give you this real sense of dread, not yeah. just because they can kill you, but because they can destroy your stuff. I think that's, you know, a big part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But also there's very few games that give me the dread that uh, Enderman gives mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like uh, something that's not going to attack me unless I look at it and then... I feel like with every movement, I'm so close to looking at it. <laughs> like, like, yes. no, I can't. Or like, it'll so appear in front of you. <laughs> it appears in front of you yeah. and you have to look at it because you're just pointed that direction. That is or Or you, you chop through a tree and right on the other <laughs> side <laughs> of the Enderman. So you're looking right at him. You're like, uh, no. <laughs> uh, guys, you know, like if, if anyone does not know what we're talking about and to bring it around real I quick was about to mention that know, yeah <laughs> um, we're, we're, do, we're doing a lot of nerd talk here but listen up <laughs> you have to get involved in this game if you have kids they will absolutely love it and it's a very great learning tool I think it's good in all kinds of different ways to learn about uh you know decorating decoration and building and and architecture and you know, and then also just to kill some zombos, you know, and have some right. fun. I'm telling you that the next generation, like 15, 20 years from now, the next generation of engineers that are really doing things are going to say that they fell in love with engineering because of Minecraft. Oh, That's yeah. Right. It's totally. literally going to change a generation. Yeah. Yes. Totally. For the better. Really, what do you enjoy doing in the game the most? What is your favorite part of you the know, game? You know, I'm kind of, I feel like among our friends, I'm kind of the redstone guy. I love to make really difficult redstone contraptions. Right. Because so in, in that realm that we were in, you had uh, carts going everywhere to far reaches yeah, of that, the map. And uh -huh. even like, you know, I, I won't make a just a giant wheat farm, but whatever wheat farm I have, it's like automated to harvest with a lever that, you know, floods it with water and puts <laughs> right. it all auto sorts oh, into a chest. That's so cool. I, I like that kind of stuff quite a bit. So, uh, yeah, right. redstone might be my favorite. Well, I love redstone, but I just, you know, I just find myself more, I love to build structures and, mm -hmm. and, and I love to build like a uh, community. I love to build a community is my main thing. I like for there to be a, you know, a, a, a lot of buildings. I like for it to feel like you're in a, in, in a, in a civilization when you're, when you're walking through there, you know? And so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but I will tell you this Wopsle just today, I finished my automatic sorting system. Uh, so yeah. now it is ready to go on the second level of my, the bottom of the you know, down one level of my house. So 
Ooh. I will go check that out when we get off of here. Yeah, it's not <laughs> done yet, but it's, I mean, it's not done, but it's, it works. And so, yeah, yeah. you got to go check it out. Well, my favorite thing to do, um, which is, this is weird because I'm really scared of the mobs, like so scared of the mobs. I, yeah. I, I just feel like I can't look everywhere and I just, I hate not knowing what's behind me, but my favorite thing to do is explore caves and mine. And, oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, because I just love the discovery of it. So I am really good yeah. at boxing myself in, making <laughs> sure that everything's lit up. You know, I'm not good at fighting because I get too uh, ramped up. And I, I, we had one time we had this controller that was kind of over, uh, you know, it's out of its lifespan. And every time you mm. kind of twisted it, it would do crazy things on the screen. It would make you drop your stuff and throw things. And so, man, if a if a creeper came up on me or a zombie in a in a mine shaft, you just you know, I had to. You never knew what was going to happen. I never knew what was going to happen. I lost so many things. I threw my diamond sword at the guy, and it did nothing. I mean, it was it was crazy. But that's just me. I freak out, and and you know, I I'm not good at fighting, so I just make sure that I prepare. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, I prepare. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm the same way. I'm not very good at fighting. So what I do is, I, I you you may have never met a sleep Nazi as much as me because when it's when it gets dark, mm -hmm. I'm telling everybody to get in their bed on the server because yeah. I want to sleep through the night. Thank you. And can yeah. we just go ahead and get back up in the morning? Yeah. And then there's yeah. other people like Wopsle who are just like running around Sleep in the middle Nazi. of the night. And there's just, and there's like, you yeah. know, there's like 30 skeletons chasing after him. And he's just like rowing in his boat okay. and they're shooting yeah. arrows at him. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Yo, do you want to sleep? You know, we can sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, Tony, I'll know exactly where you are. And I'm like, why do you want to sleep? I'm out here running around in the wilds like yeah. a crazy man, <laughs> fighting for my life every three seconds. <laughs> You're just like working on your armor shop, like tweaking the the crown molding. Right. Like, why do you care? <laughs> hey, by the way, okay, so uh, here's the thing. Anyone who has is still listening to this podcast now, um, that means you probably like Minecraft because if you, you don't must, like Minecraft, you must love it. Oh. You must really love it because yeah. every other person has turned off this show. <laughs> and I know that. Sharon <laughs> Sela is no longer with no. us. That's right. And Thank that's you, Sharon. Okay. We love you. Thanks, but you're Sharon, we love you. Bye. <laughs> um, so, but here's the thing. I want to let every person listening now know you should send me a message if you'd like to play on my server. I'm serious. Yes. Like, send me a message. I'll get you. It's free. You don't have to pay anything to play on the server. I mean, you have to buy Minecraft, uh, but it's not very expensive at all. And then you can play for free on my realm. So oh, send, man. Me, send us a message. And, uh, and, and all, of course, all of our family members need to definitely come and check out the new, the new world that we're working on. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's that is awesome. I didn't even think about that. Like you can just have anybody you want on there. Anybody yeah. who wants yeah, to be, be there fun. can be there. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's get some ratings going here. Tone, what do you rate Minecraft? Well, the first thing I said about Minecraft was it's the best game ever made. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to give Minecraft one thousand out of one thousand strange mountains. <laughs> look at that mountain that looks weird <laughs> oh wait it just didn't load okay now it's that's a normal right. mountain <laughs> that's right that's what I should yeah. have said 1,000 <laughs> out of 1,000 half loaded half mountains. loaded mountains <laughs> yeah oh, LLB what do you rate Minecraft without a doubt I rate Minecraft finding diamonds because mm -hmm. oh. yes. there is not a game that can recreate the feeling that you get yes. when you're mining and you see a diamond. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> That's right. it's just so rare and it's the best. I've been doing it for, yeah, roughly nine years now and, uh, it's still just as good as it was the first time. I love the preparation, the, all the, the, the very fast planning that goes through your mind when you see diamonds over in amongst of a bunch of monsters. Mm -hmm. You know, like in a, yeah, in a big yeah. cavern or something, yeah. and yeah. you're like, "There's diamonds over there." Yeah. Oh, and then your your mind it's starts like the going, clock "Okay, is ticking." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be there the whole time. It's they're fine. They're still gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Let's see. I, I'm going to have to rate Minecraft 100 out of 100 purple sheep. <laughs> that nice. is my rating. Because <laughs> that's something that's something that we do together. We dye sheep and breed sheep. So we do, yeah, and we yep. love it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. That's a, that's a good topic. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Yeah. Hey, I think starting very soon, we are going to uh, we're considering adding a listener submission every single week. If we were to do that, then we would really need to log some more listener submissions. So if you've got any burning review that you want us to help you figure out or share your opinion with the world, please send that to us at reviews at kick.cool. And the more of those we get, the quicker we can add a weekly segment to our show. Well, and I will say this too. Wapsle said, if you have a burning review, something that's burning in your soul to that you need reviewed, you know what? If you got anything, any ideas you have, send them to us. I don't, you know, even if you don't, if it's not burning in your soul, just tell us. Come on, guys, send us ideas. Um, <laughs> also, we want to thank the band Bugs for letting us use the song Reviews as our theme song. Bugs, of course, is always coming out with new music, and they are one of the best bands in the world. Thanks, Bugs. Thanks, Bugs. Thank you, Bugs. So, uh, you guys, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Go buy a mug. Come support us if you like what we're doing. I'm Shishi. And I'm Tone. And I'm Wop. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love you. Love you. Good job, guys. We did a great job on this episode. Like, the fact that it's 10.45 at night and we're still alive. I think I'm good. We learned something actually from this podcast. Can we do a late night one? But make sure we can do things that we all love and are excited about. Because I feel like that kind of like helps us. Oh, yeah. If we reviewed pain tonight, I feel like we would have had a hard time. Well, if we would have done politics tonight, no. <laughs> right. No bueno. <laughs> so I like those difficult reviews sometimes. Late night ones, I think. Cake cool. <laughs> And when you do it a lot, you sound like a villager from Minecraft, I feel like. When you just did it like four times in a row. Aww. 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 <laughs> <laughs>